you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Hello and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. My name is Daryl Campbell, former NFL player and current associate producer at NFL Films. I am sitting in for our main host, the one and only Hall of Fame great Aeneas Williams. Um, today we'll be speaking with two awesome and amazing NFL player wives, Shannon Whitehead and Desiree Vincent Levy. I'm saying that right, Des, right? Is it Levy? Is Levy. It Levy. See, bam, I already messed it up from the jump, but that's okay. Shannon Whitehead and Desiree Vincent Levy, um, they will shed light and insight on how they manage things that arise in the NFL household from parenthood to social justice initiatives, COVID-19 pandemic, relocation, trying to stay sane with kids and all sorts of things rolling around. But I think at the core of this, when we get done, we want to have a better understanding of who you are and your voices. And let's just jump right into it. First and foremost, full transparency. This thing was supposed to happen a long time ago, and it is my fault wholeheartedly. My schedule has not been forgiven, and I apologize for that, ladies. I'm going to hold it against you. We're here. You know how I am. I mean, hey, you know, it's it's crazy, and uh, I know you guys can understand because things are just popping off left and right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it should have happened a long time ago, and I'm just glad and blessed that you guys are on. 
Um, Dad's got the butter whip that's spinning up into the top. I love it. You know, Shan, she got the hair down. She would have had the bonnet on us. No bonnet. No bonnet today. No bonnet right now. She would have had the bonnet on us. But let's jump right into it. I want to get to know you guys. I want your voices to be heard. Let's talk about your husbands. Let's talk about how you guys met. And let's just get a little bit of your story. Shan, you in first. I was 17 when I met my husband. Um, he had a crush on me. I ain't really want him. Ooh. But we here now, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, we, I was 17. Um, we grew up in Jersey, both Jersey kids. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, his, it's been on and on from then. Uh, he went to Temple. I went to Morgan State until he got drafted. Um, we got drafted. I say we because it's been a team effort since day one. Um, he got drafted by the team and pulled me right along with him. We first started off in Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Um, we played there for six years. Um, Originally, I was at Morgan when he got drafted, but he said he wasn't going without me. And I, <laughs> I got to finish school. So I ended up transferring to um, Central Michigan University. And I've graduated from there. I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, it's the best is still unwritten. So we're, we're, we're going. We're, we're still going. Going strong today. And so, so Shannon, your husband's name is Tahir, Tahir Whitehead. Is it, am yes. I saying that? I don't want to no, butcher you said that. It, you said it right. Tahir, Tahir Whitehead. Whitehead. Um, who's he play for? How long has he been playing? Drop that on me. So it'll be, it's nine years this year. Um, we were, we started off again with Detroit. Then we went to the Raiders for two years. And now we are with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing good. So I love it. <laughs> we're in North Carolina. We're in Charlotte right now. Awesome. Awesome. Des, talk to me. Yep. So my husband's name is DeAndre Levy. Um, we actually were in Detroit with Shannon and Tahir. Um, but we met in college freshman year. We lived in the same dorm area at UW Madison. Uh, we didn't actually date in college. We were friends, um, stayed in touch. And then some years after, actually, um, I was living in New York and he was in Detroit and we started a long distance relationship that eventually closed in on um, me moving to Detroit and we got married and have been building a life here um, ever since 2016. Awesome. Let's talk about the next thing. Let's talk about family, man. Let's talk about the babies. Let's talk about them babies. (laughs) Shannon, you got four of them. You 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 are an hour removed from a pumpkin patch right now, um, you a nanny. I need to hear about them. Tell uh, me. About well, my life is a circus. We four boys. A lot of people ask me all the time how I do it. I don't. I just roll with the punches. You just keep it moving the best way you know how. You try your best and you pray the rest. That's what I say all the time. And it's just it's 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 a revolving door. Something's always going on. Um, it's a lot of fun, but you have to also laugh when it's not fun, because if not, you'll lose your mind. But we have four little boys. We have a six-month-old. We have a three-year-old. We have a six-year-old. And we have an 11-year-old. He'll be 12 next month. Mm, nice. Nice. All right, Des. Des, you already know I'm, com- I'm coming for the cheeks on you, because that little <laughs> baby girl got them. You know she do. <laughs> Tell me about it. so funny. Because, um... <laughs> We had our first baby uh, in March of 2019. Her name was Rosie. Ooh, Rosie. I got Des pregnant. 
<laughs> How you do that? What you, hey, no, we hey, now we got to rewind. What you mean talk about you got dead spread? Hey. Now this is oh. a really quick and funny story. So me and Dre, we were where were we coming from? Who I knows? We were coming from Paris. The travel and couple. I was coming from Paris, like Kanye no, West. Always no, Paris. They're always somewhere. It's crazy. <laughs> Never ever in my life met anybody like these two. Yeah, but we were coming from Paris and we had our layover actually in Atlanta. Okay. And we just like didn't tell the whiteheads. They knew we lived there, but they didn't tell us. <laughs> Hold on, y'all lived in Paris? No. I'm about the same way. What's, no. what's going on down there? <laughs> no, we were um, walking through the airport and we like so random ran into Shannon and Tahir. And I feel like we started talking and I think maybe told you that, you know, we were thinking about trying to have our first child or something like that. And then Shannon told me how Every time she interacts with someone, they end up pregnant. Um, oh man! <laughs> but then I like, told her to rub. I quote: "I said, just touch my hand." And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Touch my hand." I swear, it's nothing crazy. It's not, I'm just the Lord has just blessed me to be fruitful, and I just I listen. I said, "Go." I said, "Watch." I, it's like weird. I said, "Go ahead," and I said, "Touch my." You'll be pregnant next month. And do you know that she called me and was like, "You'll never." believe this and she's like we're pregnant I was like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. got her pregnant it's, oh. it's weird it's weird but I just think I just like I truly believe that you speak things into existence and okay. we have positive energy positive people and I pray for my people and I just I was like watch you're gonna be pregnant and then just like that just like it that really was but like so but just to be technical um I was Doing the, the math, I was technically already. <laughs> 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 love killing ish. Since <laughs> <laughs> throwing the math on it. Oh, I can't stand you. Well, I'm going to tell you what, let me, can I get, Shannon, can I just get a digital high five right now just because I want to have a baby girl and I need that? Get oh, it. I don't know nothing about girls. Even though she had a girl, she's, I don't look, I can try. We can try. Get one of those. Bam. That's, try, I got two of them. That way I can, yeah, there we go. All Yeesh. right. <laughs> well, girl, um, I, I need your help with, with the girls. I need everybody's help with the girl. Oh, you, you trying to get one too? We, we, now I want a girl. I never wanted a girl before. I always said that I wanted all boys first and then I would do a girl. Do a girl because she might be a lot. I'm a lot. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Des, I'm you, a lot. You want a boy? You want, you want the best of both worlds? Des, you trying to get a boy with? No? Whatever, whatever we're blessed with, I'll be happy with. See? She's busy. That's it. That's <laughs> it. All right. Next up on the docket, let's, let's jump into this COVID because it's affecting everybody. Yeah, that was the 45,000 cases reported daily. Uh, we shuffling broadcasts around just so we can get games because, you know, players are, you know, they're contracting this thing. Um, how, it was so how, good in the beginning. And now yeah, just it, like, it was, it was crazy. Like it was like, it was, we thought it was cool, smooth sailing. And then bam, we get our first second. It's, it's unbelievable. But uh, how are we coping with that family? Shan, like I know you got, you know, Tyers out there balling, doing this thing. I mean, how, are you nervous? Are you, how you, how you handling this thing? Um, proceeding with caution. We just, um, he doesn't come home until he's tested negative, okay. which is kind of midweek. All right. And even then it's still a risk. He kind of walks around with a mask all day. He really doesn't interact with our, our baby. Um, because he's again, six months and you'd have to hold him. So it's just been really just, it, it hasn't been fun. Um, we're getting through it. Uh, our team has not had any 
to my knowledge, um, which I think I'd know, but um, hasn't had any players that um, tested positive for the virus. So we've been um, good thus far, but I know a lot of teams that we have um, or are going to play or a lot of other teams in the NFL have tested positive. And it's been really nerve wracking for a lot of the women. I know in the beginning, um, everybody was just super nervous about it. It actually went off pretty well in the beginning, but now it just seems like everything's crumbling. Um, Some women aren't with their husbands this season because of it. Um, And the NFL has really tried their best. And I'm a, I definitely appreciate their efforts in trying to get us connected with our husbands still. I am here, but a lot of women did not come. Um, uh, I know one girl that um, her husband purchased a trailer on their, their, their land so that he can be home without really being home. Um, yeah. So it's just been weird, just weird things that we've kind of had to come up with tired. We don't sleep together in the same bed. And if ever it's been long enough since he's, you know, quarantined and tested uh, neg- negative consistently, we might sleep. He'll sleep with his feet toward me and his head the other way. It's just, we've just come up with different things to kind of just ensure everyone's safety. Um, and it really, really stinks. It really stinks. It's been rough, but we're trying to get through it. So let me just straight. He hasn't even held a baby yet because of the, the COVID stuff? Not without a mask. I mean, until, unless it's been, because uh, from my understanding, the way the virus works, it can um, live dormant in your body for a couple of days. Gotcha. So he maybe like toward the end of the week, he'll interact a little more. But when he comes home from game, well, he doesn't come home from games. And then eventually he'll come home, wear a mask for a while. And right before the next game is when he finally feels comfortable enough to interact. But then we're going right back in. So maybe couple of days out the week. Right. Man. Wow, that's crazy. I, I wouldn't know what to do if I can hold my baby boy or just even my wife. Man, sleeping. I, I know I sleep wild anyway, so I probably, I do all types of damage. But uh, anyway, <laughs> just, that's neither here nor there. Plus, my feet ain't really all that great anyway. You know? It's just a lot of years on them. Um, Dez, talk, talk to me about uh, how you feeling about this COVID stuff and, and everything, especially with the baby girl. And, you know, talk to me. Yeah, so I won't, um, like, be in close quarters with anyone unless I know and I, like, I need hard facts and receipts. Straight up. We've all been tested. Um, <laughs> yeah. The mutual space is, is safe. Um, but my daughter, she hasn't been um, in a store or anything like that probably since um, early March now. Just okay. because she's at that age where, like, everything goes in her mouth and she's super oh. And oh, yeah. that would make it a headache you know, going to the grocery store or to Target or anything like that. Um, and But so one thing I just wanted to add to, mental health is at top of mind for me, especially mm-hmm. as we're going into the wintertime. Um, mm-hmm. Because historically, I've dealt with seasonal affective disorder. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I've been talking with my counselor about a lot is just pro- being proactive and like yeah. coming up with what's my strategy. So like the one thing that we talked about was, what she's calling like owning the season. Uh And one of the ways that I'm going to own the season is walk every day. So it doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, cold, whatever. I'm going to get up and I'm going to commit to myself to walking for 30 minutes every day. Um, Just as one of my tactics to kind of manage mental health within the wintertime, but then with the layer of, you know, COVID on top of that and just all of the anxiety and things like that, that are, um, 
And I agree with that. I know a couple of my friends, they've gotten into meditation real tough. And I didn't really know what it was. Cause I thought it was like, you know, when you watch like old school Samurai Showdown, Samurai Samurai Sunday, you see the, the ninjas just sitting there just like doing their thing, you know, and I thought that was what meditation is. And I'm like, I ain't doing that in my office. That ain't going to, that ain't going to suffice. You know, ain't gonna um, do it. But when, <laughs> but when I learned a little bit more about it and I tried to get, and I gave it a chance, it was something that actually can, you know, help you decompress and, you know, get in a mental space where you can, like you say, you just win the day, you know what I mean? Seize the day. Um, Shannon, you, you do anything like that? I mean, you got four boys. I can, Woo, you need that ninja for real. Talk to me. Mm. So it, it's every day is a battle. Every day is different. But um, I think we talked about this a while ago. For the first time ever, I hired a nanny. I hired a nanny because I am in the process of doing some things for myself for the first time ever um, and getting in touch with myself. If I didn't have her, I wouldn't be able to do anything. So I'm still trying to find my way and figure out what works for me. But before her, I had zero time to myself. Um, so that's the biggest, um, as a mom, I realized that if I'm not good, nobody else is, including mm. my husband. If I'm not straight um, and I haven't taken care of my mental, everything else is going to fall apart. So my answer to you is no, I don't have anything in specific, um, but I'm working on figuring out what it is, but I definitely make sure that there is a certain time every day that I get to spend with just myself, whether it's going to the grocery store by myself, whether it's um, painting my toenails, which I can't do, whether it's just literally just just whatever it is that day that I want to do, I do it by myself and I can focus on me, even if it's just sitting outside and looking at the birds that's what I'm going to do. So it's important. It's definitely important. Can we, can we, can we talk about that, that one piece where you said, you know, Hey, you got to take, you, you got to take care of your husband too, because let me just go ahead and put this out there. This is the only part of this whole thing I'm going to make about me. This is because it's my wife too. I am a giant toddler. Okay. I am a giant baby when it comes to any and everything that goes on in my household. If it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't even be doing this. You know what I mean? So can we talk about that piece? How it's not just Shannon with your four boys, you got a fifth in Tyre. Okay. And you know, I can't speak for Deandre, but <laughs> I know that all of us players are in that giant toddler phase. It, it never goes away. Talk about that piece for, for a second. Is, is, is it the same way with them? I, I don't think know. football players ever grow up. I tell people mm -hmm. that all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I might get in trouble. That I don't. concur. We don't. I might get in trouble for that later. You know. like, what do you mean? But you know what? Um, <laughs> strong neck. What do you mean? I don't. I don't. He's. Now, don't get me wrong. He is the leader of our family. He is an excellent leader. But every head needs a neck and every other mm -hmm. body part. Absolutely. I definitely hold it down. Life. <laughs> seriously wife like right by the neck um, but I totally um I agree I, I tell people all the time when I'm kind of aggravated I say I got four kids not including my husband mm. um but at the same time um I just he's the leader of the home but I am the maker of the home so just to double back, when, when I'm not good, I realize that I set the tone in the home. Mm. If I have anxiety, if I am frantic, if I am unhappy, if I am aggravated, it literally is like a domino effect. Everything starts to collapse. I noticed that um, 
when I'm tired, if I don't, if I'm tired or something's bothering me, uh, my patience level depreciates, you know, it, 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 it goes. So that is one important thing that I learned that I have to, and it's going to sound so crazy. I have to put myself first because when I put myself first and make sure that Shannon is well-rested, Shannon is fed. I forget to eat. I forget to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm breastfeeding. So it's like, when you forget to eat, you got to, the baby's sucking the life out of you. And then it's yeah. like, I'm really just out of it. So when I put myself first, and again, that was a, that was hiring a nanny. That was just saying, Hey, I'm, I'm realizing a pattern here. Um, that my husband, I, he comes home from work and my energy is immediately transferred to him. So everything just started going. I said, you know what? I need to just start putting myself first in a weird way. Yes. My I'm putting my family first by putting me first. If that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. Des, you got any time on that? You feel like you got to have those moments where you got to put yourself first when you come home, you know? Well, I feel like putting yourself first is a constant and always and ongoing. Um, the thing that I hold on to where I can't remember if I got this from my mom or for someone else, but you can't serve or pour from an empty cup. So you need to make sure all the ways that you need to be well to show up in the world or show up in your family or wherever else you need to show up that you are well. And I mean, I know myself best um, to know what those things are, or how, how I feel when I'm showing up in a full way. Um, so one of the things that we, after some, um, really detailed discussions <laughs> we worked out is having a schedule, um, which I know that's not realistic for everyone. Cause everyone doesn't have like, you know, two parents at home and only one working right now or whatever, but we have a schedule where basically Monday through Thursday, we split the day at two 30. So one half of the day, um, Deandre is taking the lead with our daughter. So that my hands are free to just do whatever that is. Like if it's, me needing to work, me needing to just take care of me or work out or whatever it is, I can do that. Um, and then we split the day um, so that uh, DeAndre has his hands free to do and focus on whatever he needs to focus on. And then on Fridays, I have a full day. Saturday, he has a full day. And then Sunday is our family day. Um, so that's how we split the week. And since we've been really committed to that timeline, it's worked out really well. Um, with someone being, you know, focused and attentive to our daughter, but then also both of us just having the time and freedom to do what we need to do. That's pretty cool. I should be taking notes to this right now because I, I wish, need right. to implement that, right? You know what I'm saying? I need that. hairdresser can't catch me on Friday. I got to yeah. change up and he's going to have to just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, you know, being on with y'all, I mean... I'm feeling like it's Friday today, man. I'm just, I'm soaking this all in. I need this right now. And I appreciate y'all. Um, no, I'm enjoying you guys for sure. Man, for real. Um, next, next on the docket, we got social justice and community service initiatives. Talk to me, Ichi, about everything that you're involved in with respect to social justice, community service. Des, I'm going to start with you. What you got going? Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll start where, where I am right now. So currently, um, I work, I work since my daughter's been born, I work freelance. Um, so currently I have a contract with the Michigan Voting Coalition um, on their election protection program. And I've been spearheading all of their creative work in the community. So we have a public arts initiative that's been rolling out and it's murals 
in six cities across Michigan that has a high population of historically disenfranchised voters. Um, we're also recruiting poll workers and um, we've been writing Know Your Rights guides and a whole slew of things that is focused on educating voters in Michigan of their options to cast their ballots um, early and on the elect on election day on November 3rd. Um, so I'm gonna be doing that, I guess, through the rest of the year, more or less. I mean, obviously the election is November 3rd, but that's like my primary focus and then all of the follow-up after. Um, but outside of that, uh, Deandre and I have a scholarship that we started in Detroit called the Regenerate Detroit Scholarship. And it's a full tuition um, culinary arts scholarship for students from the Detroit Food Academy that would like to pursue food or culinary arts as a professional career. Um, that started at, oh man, 2016 now, wow, four years ago. <laughs> um, it feels like a lot longer. Um, but outside of that, that's, we, we, I mean, we certainly give our time and our resources to organizations and people who, you know, are doing work in community to fortify and lift up the efforts that, that they have. But outside of that, we've kind of just in this moment, um, have more or less been being still just to see what the, what are the emerging needs in Detroit and Detroit community from COVID? Um, because every day there's something new and just kind of keeping a close pulse on that to see what makes the most sense to support. Um, and that's mostly in the spirit of not feeling like the need to uh, recreate the wheel and that there are people who are in a lot closer proximity to issues that the community in Detroit are experiencing. So just trusting their lead and their judgment on what they need and supporting that. I think that's the, for, for everybody that's listening to this, the first step to any type of change that we want to see out here get to them polls and vote, okay? That's what we need to do, for sure. All yeah. of that. Um, <laughs> Shannon, what you got? I know you involved, I know both of you and Ty are, are involved in things. Talk to me. We're all over anything that comes our way, any opportunity that comes our way, we're taking part in, um, whether it's a friend's um, fundraiser or reading to the kids, just anything that we can get into, we do. We probably spread ourselves too thin, Mm -hmm. Um, we are in the process of, I know they just called me today. Tahir has a, um, recreational center in North New Jersey that was named after him, um, because we do so much with them. They actually, that's his building now, um, because he does so much for his city. Um, he literally says that he wears his city on his back and he does everything he does. He does for our home, like, you know, for Jersey, um, for Newark, he does for Newark. So, um, we always say Jersey raised us. So we're big on home. <laughs> Um, but, um, everything, they just called us today about doing it. Yeah. Last year we did a Turkey. Um, we, we put on, I think for like four or 500 people, we threw Thanksgiving dinner and we're doing it again this year. Of course we had to do it in a different way. Um, this year because of COVID, um, we gave at one point when COVID was really, really, when the whole country was shut down, we, um, fed, uh, um, a homeless shelter for children. Um, we fed them for a week because they said that they had relied so heavily on the schools to feed the kids. This was when no one had figured anything figured out. Now everything's a little bit better, but they um, 
relied heavily on breakfast and lunch being given at school and they fed the kids dinner, we decided to step in and say, hey, because they were, it was a food shortage. Um, It was just a lot of different things that we did. COVID has really made it hard to do a lot of things. We put on a carnival and a football camp and then Tahir does a segment where he brings in police officers, he brings in um, lawyers, he brings in um, public health administration, he he brings in a lot of different people, um, financial people to teach the kids financial literacy. He does this whole big convention weekend we were unable to do that this weekend uh, this year because of covid so we do so many different things but covid has really just been in the way so we're trying our best to stay involved but right now he can't go anywhere he can't do anything um so we're, we're 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 trying we're trying but we we definitely um we get involved in anything we can do i know christmas is coming and that's really gonna be crappy because um we do a lot during Christmas. We take kids. Last year, I think we took three, 200 something kids shopping. Um, and then just for toys this year, I actually, um, my plan is to give money to single mothers. Um, we are trying to coordinate that now because I believe that as a mom, one of the hardest things I couldn't imagine not being able to provide for my kids on Christmas. It's one thing when the kids know that it's being given to some big in their eyes, big, rich NFL player. That's cool. But to wake up on Christmas and feel like your mom and your dad or Santa, whoever, I don't, I don't know, but you don't have anything on Christmas day that you think is from Santa or you think is from your parents. That's hard as a mother. Um, I couldn't imagine because Christmas morning when the kids wake up, um, it's everything. Yeah. So I wanted to, instead of giving the, we, we could still do the kids, but instead I wanted to give single moms or single parents, because it's not just single moms out here. There are some single dads that are really mm-hmm. doing it. Um, I wanted to give them the opportunity to go and buy gifts for their children so that they could then give it to their kids like it's from them. And it is from them. Um, that's what I wanted to do this year. I wanted to work with single parents that are struggling um, so we're still trying to find a way to do that. Um, and so really any which way we can, we're just trying to get involved. Des, if you got anything, send it my way. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, we're just trying to do everything. We do every we really do too much probably, but <laughs> we're trying to trying to get it in. Fine folks and back to the your voices piece. And you know, I think it would be important for legends to hear this um from you guys obviously. Um, can we talk about how your husbands are sounding boards for your voice to advocates for you, champions for you? Uh, can we talk about that a little bit? Des, let's hit, let's, let's start with you and DeAndre. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't think that DeAndre and I would be together if he were looking for or expecting me to be an individual that Um, didn't share or have my own thoughts and my own opinions. Um, That was actually one of the things that attracted me most to him. Like when we kind of started talking and eventually started dating, it's just, he was such a fan of like my development um, and my career. He was your fan. (laughs) I I saw how you did that, Shannon. I saw how you just dropped that in the the section. I saw that. (laughs) Yeah, he was such a fan of, I mean, everything that I have going on and even now, like the ideas that come to mind or different boards that I join or whatever, he, he's a, he's a, he's a, a great support system. And I'm, I was able to be that for him 
you know, when he was actively playing. And now that he's been in this transition, you know, finding his his next step and when he has inklings of where what that might be or the direction he might go, I feel excited because I'm like excited for him to figure this this what kind of feels like a puzzle piece. Nice. Um, his next move out. So that's not um, something that I've been particularly challenged with with him. But I also know that for any variety of reasons, that's not the case for for everyone. Um, and I and I think if I'm were to put anything on record, just want to say that every um, partner who's attached to a player is firsthand experiencing this life of football um, off the field and sometimes might even be the experts on what life of football off the field is. So their voices for that and because of their own desires should be listened to and should be honored um, for, for what it is. Shannon. Talk to me about T. I know he be he be pubbing you. He be pubbing that voice. On my phone right now. See, <laughs> when he gets a break, when they get a break, I kindly answer the phone. He heard that we were doing something and he ended up sending a text. Like, I am doing me right now and it feels so good. Um, and he loves it. He pushes for it. Um, is he used to it? No, because now we have to balance versus before it was like, hey, babe, I got this, this, this. And I was like, wait, hold on. I got this, this, this. Okay. Now we got to yeah. figure it out. Um, but yeah, sorry, babe. Now he's going to watch this and be like, oh, that's okay. I get it now. <laughs> but, um, I... I love doing me. I never imagined in a million years that I would be doing the football wife thing. Um, Tyre went to a smaller school. Well, it was small. Now it's like Temple's bigger. But when he went, it was a, considered a smaller school. And um, it wasn't Clemson. It wasn't, you know, Alabama. So it was like he just really came from a city where he got it out the mud and just wanted to kind of be somebody great. And he was like, I'll be a state trooper. You know, I'm just trying to get a degree and that's what I'm told I got to do. And I'm trying to make it out. And then this NFL thing came along. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had my own dreams. I had my own um, ambitions. So now I'm finally getting to it after taking a break from what I wanted to do for the longest to kind of adjust and get him where he needed to be or support him in getting where he needed to be. I'm doing me now. So it feels great. Um, I know a lot of women, we struggle for a while in the NFL, finding ourselves and finding our voice. Um, and some men don't know how to support um, their women. They don't know how. They don't know how. It may not be that they just simply don't want to. They don't know how. Um, and then it's hard. It's just hard being a homemaker and loving our kids the way we're supposed to or the way it's said that we're supposed to. Um, it just can create so much different Thing, so many different things, but it's important to take the time out, to focus on yourself, to do something for yourself and to not lose yourself in the midst of him. I'm his partner. He's my partner. Um, he's my biggest fan, just like I'm his biggest fan. Um, and I think, again, it just falls back on if I'm not good, no one else is. And my dreams really growing up when I was a little girl, I never said I wanted to be a football wife. That was never a thing. That was never who I wanted to be. So I had to remember that and say, hey, Shannon is somebody and Shannon needs to, I want my kids to look back and say, wow, my mom did her thing too. Um, you know, it's important, but he is, he's right on that. He's right with that. And I don't, I think he enjoys having a strong wife. Um, he loves bragging about his wife 
just as like just as well as I like bragging about him. So it's a, it's a, it's a partnership. It's a partnership. I definitely like he'll 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 do the autographs and do the waves, but I'm the one behind the scenes making it all happen. And he knows that it wouldn't be good without me, and I wouldn't be good without him. So we're partners. I love that. I love that. One thing that um, I just want to like add to talking from like the other side of the game. So on the retirement side of things, um, something that's really important. Uh, I know that like in the legends community, this is really communicated to players, but like thinking about you know, your next step, figuring out the ways that you can, from your seat as a player, um, take advantage of all the resources that the NFL offers for that on the other side. That goes, that to me, that's very true for, um, the partners and wives of players as well. Um, because if on the other side of the game, you know, for example, DeAndre is figuring out his next step. If I were also just now for the first time thinking through what's next for me on top of him thinking about what's next for him, it could create, uh, a lot of challenges, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, in our home. And I think me having some of my own interest and my career kind of going and developed, um, it created a degree of stability so that once he transitioned, you know, he had that space or has a space to focus, but I had my mind occupied elsewhere because I, I have things going on for myself. Um, and I think that when, when he was playing, that there were opportunities that I wish that if I had thought more about it, um, like, for example, I went to Business Academy. I wish that I would have taken advantage of that while he was playing, um, just to see if there were different things that we could have done while he was still an active player. Because mm -hmm. your platform, you still have a platform, you know, after retirement, but it's not always the same um, as when you're an active player. So just like thinking hard about what are things that would benefit me and benefit my family right now that we should be and could be seizing being a part of this NFL family. And for all the legends that are listening to this keyword partnership, okay, partnership. And these two lovely ladies are unbelievable partners to their NFL player husbands. But at the same time, they understand that it's, it's a two way street. They can't do none without them. And, you know, uh, we can't do none without y'all. That's just how it is. So um, I want that to be known uh, to everybody. As we wind down, ladies, this has been awesome. I want to know what's next for both of y'all individually, as a family, what you got going on. Basically, what I want to say is I don't want to miss nothing in this uh, podcast. I don't want nothing to slip through the cracks, you know, that I miss anything. Let's, let's Can we just that. dabble slightly back onto the social, the social injustice part? We already, we, we already in there. We on it. Go ahead, dabble. Let's do it. You want to do it now? We dabble. It's important. Um, I don't know who is going to be watching this, whether it's player, whether it's retired player, whether it's don't stop using your voice. Mm -hmm. um, I just I'm tired of that narrative. I'm trying to change it, even if it's just me by myself. Every time I get a chance to have the conversation, I'm having it. I'm not backing away from it. Mm -hmm. um, keep using your voice because. Even if it's negative feedback, it's feedback. That means it's being talked about. Yeah. And the only way it, it gets the attention that it deserves is the conversation. Um, and I just, I'm tired of seeing, I, we love the fans. We, I mean, we're nothing without fans, but at the same time, these players are not just players. They're not just athletes. They have families. I have four black sons. 
Let's have the conversation because when you take off that uniform, they are exactly who they were born. Mm-hmm. Um, they are black males, majority of them. So it's 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 one of those things that it has to be talked about. I just want people to stop the whole narrative of shut up and play. That has to stop. It has it bothers me to my core um, because um, it's just it's not a political issue. No, it has nothing to do with po- it, it's politics because the laws need to be changed and be made to to benefit all. Um, and that's just a whole different conversation. But I know that was one of the topics that we decided to discuss. And I don't want to let down. I don't want to let up on that. Mm-mm. It's important that we have the conversation. Um, and if you are someone who understands what's going on, it is your job to educate others. So, um, yeah, I just had to say that. I'm sorry. You made a, a, a huge point. <sighs> this ain't politics. It's not politics. This is this is human decency. This is respect for your fellow man. This is respect for people. You know what I'm saying? Especially our black men. And it's real. This I is real. This people. is real. I, this whole it doesn't exist thing. It exists. Yeah. I grew up in an area where I had to deal with it. I've seen it firsthand. I've uh, heard about it from family members. I've just, uh, we, it just, it's real. It's real. And the minute we start accepting that it's real and start truly putting ourselves, I don't care what color your skin is. You put yourself in a certain predicament and imagine it being you or one of your children and you're going to feel really differently. Um, It's real. It's real. So I just had to say that it's it's real. It's real. It is real. You You can't watch what happened to George Floyd having some officer on his neck for eight minutes and 40 some seconds and not feel something and know that there's not a problem going on in America. You can't and then, like, and then to see other videos just like the George Floyd video where there are other um, people that aren't black males that get stopped for something else, mm-hmm. just worse, 10 times worse than what George Floyd was stopped for. And they're fine. And they're taken into custody. And I know I saw one video where a kid, a grown man hopped out of a car and beat up two police officers, hopped in a car and stole the police car, not his car, hopped in the police car. You know, I know, you know, Betty, I'm talking about Des. <laughs> I wish I knew the kid's name, but he stole the police car. And I said, oh, wow. And I had that been anyone else that was of a different skin complexion, they would have been killed and that's just the truth and i'm tired of sugarcoating the situations it's gotta stop i i, I just don't i don't understand it Des, i know you have say on this because we talk about it um yeah i think one thing that i read that really um put this in great context is the racial injustice in the united states is not going to change until people who are not experiencing it don't view it as something that they just need to sympathize or empathize with and see it as their problem to fix as well. So, you know, if black men continue to be gunned down, um, black women gunned down and not even talked about um, because the focus is always on the men, but black people gunned down, we're now seeing it on video and all the ways that we have the ability to capture like from our pocket, but this is a storied history. So the engagement and the um, the will to, you know, be on the in the posture of like doing something about it, it has to be beyond, you know, the next time something goes viral because then we're just waiting until the next thing when we need to be doing everything that we can from changing hearts and minds to changing laws and policies, like Shannon said, for things to change and to and to get better. 
Yeah, and 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 I see so many comments to bring it back to the player and the NFL aspect. I see so many comments under these guys when they when they whether it's kneeling, whether it's wearing a name on their helmet, whether it's just speaking up. I see so many comments and social media is a tool. Mm. I see so many comments saying things like, oh yeah, you're so oppressed. You're, you, you're paid millions. I don't remember the last time money had anything to do with being black. I don't remember the last time that money had anything. To, first of all, let me tell you something, humble beginnings. We didn't always have money. And before we had money, we were black. And, and when we didn't have money and when we were black, we were definitely in a place of being a, of, of oppression. And we definitely came up in an area where we didn't have much and we saw things for what they were and didn't have adequate schooling. And we didn't have education on on different laws and, and how things were. And we, we had no idea any of it. We, we did not always have money. So now as players with a platform and maybe a little bit of money, it is our job to pull everybody else up. So I don't want to hear the shut up and play. I'm tired of it. And if I sound passionate about it, it's because I am. Mm -hmm. It's because before my husband was an NFL player, he was a black male growing up in an area that is not serviced the way other areas are. And at the end of the day, he it is his duty to to remember, reflect and bring about change. It is not his duty to get some money. Get a platform and change and, 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 and not, not bring about change or not try and be somebody better and be a better example or try and educate. It's, it's, it's his job. It's his duty to, to speak up and, and, and remember his people. Cause I, I don't vote based on who I'm, and I'm sorry, maybe people do. I don't vote based on who I am now. I, I, I vote on my people, for my people, the people that need it. And I vote as a person that loves people, not just what is gonna benefit me. I think we're selfish in a lot of ways. Um, and I'm, I'm always a remember who, who I am, and where I came from. And that's just me. I don't know about y'all, but. Absolutely. I ain't even always have it. So. Yeah. Des, you got yeah. anything more you want to add? Yeah, just, I think the most important thing, uh, to also add to this, I think I heard you and Shannon say, you know, the importance of educating other people so they can understand, but another really important and maybe more important to me part of that is people educating themselves yeah. and listening. Yeah. I've seen so many and too many comments from people who don't have the lived experience of, Ooh. you know, being in fear of police or experiencing casual everyday racism saying things like they've never, they don't think it exists or oh. they, they don't anything of that ilk. If it's not your lived experience, then just take quiet. the time and step back. Maybe even be quiet <laughs> and listen and learn so that you're speaking from an educated perspective because while your lived experience, you know, you're an expert on that, that doesn't mean you're an expert on what everyone else's experience. And we all live in a show up in lives in life in different ways. Everybody is an expert in their own frame of reference when they feel like they have access to the results. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to spin those results to your own worldview, but not take into account the other person or the other race, you got problems and you need to yeah. wake up. That's just real facts. That's just raw. That's where we need to be heading as a country. Des, you said this before, change is going to take a while, but we need yeah. more people with both of your mindsets to make sure that that change is, is, is effectively realized. We do. 
And I just want to add one more thing, um, like as a note of encouragement, something else I've heard and really sit with me is when you don't know and when you're learning something new, welcome yourself to suspend your first judgment about what you think is happening. Just really humble yourself to be in the posture to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just learn because I think that when we're in close proximity to each other and like, you know, we're having a conversation right now, it, it provides an opportunity for people to be connected. I think that when there's a lot of distance and it, it makes it easier for people to be mean and disrespectful to each other. But if we just really like, I guess like think about intimacy as in closeness as a bomb. Um, it's a opportunity for people to connect and really just like learn from each other and hopefully broaden your worldview so that you're not making ignorant comments or just doing stuff for the sake of publicity when like thing actions can be genuine and authentic because you're learning and getting your perspective um, informed. I love that for change to come about that way. You also have to be an active agent for reconciliation. You have to see things at its core from both sides and then come to baseline and then make that change a reality. That's perfect. Des. I love that. That's perfect. Oh, man, I, I think, man, I, I could be talking to y'all all day. You know this. You know I could. I just want to thank y'all for breaking bread with me, being active agents for change, and being the champions that govern the households of both current players and legends alike. So in the words of our NFL Legends podcast's main host, Aeneas Williams, the best is yet to come. Love y'all, family. Thank you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> this has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath. And feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. 